Welcome to That's Orgasmic, a podcast discussing the orgasmic and not-so-orgasmic moments of all things sex, relationships, and mental health. I am your host, Emily Duncan, and I'm a sexologist who provides online sex coaching sessions to help you cultivate sexual wellness. Today, I'm joined with Mark Lyons, the founder of Happy Whole and a budding buck guru. So, welcome to That's Orgasmic. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. I'm super excited to talk about butts today. Um, I love talking about butt stuff, but I haven't in a long time on the podcast. So it's about time we had another episode on it. So we're here to talk about butts, caring for them, loving them, playing with them, um, and everything in between. And I'd love to dive straight into it um, with... Quite a, a personal question, but how has your relationship with your butt been yourself? Yeah, great question. Uh, and it's really the reason why I started Happy Hole um, was I've always, I, like I've, I've had a very tumultuous relationship with my butt hole, let's say. Um, uh, and it kind of started when I was a little kid and I used to get little, I didn't know what was going on and I'd get little fishes and I'd be like four years old and screaming without any understanding. And, and it was traumatic for a little four-year-old. Mm. Uh, but I grew out of that, thank God. And, uh, and from there, you know, I can fast forward 25 years and I outly, proud gay man having lots of sex, having fun, and um, discovered that, um, unfortunately, every now and then, if you're having kind of, if you're doing or having anal play or anal sex, you can, unfortunately, if it's not approached in a kind of, how would you say it, a kind of, if you're too aggressive, let's say it can, you can tear. So, and so I, yeah, I was, yeah. At the time I had a partner and we were on holiday and we we're having fun and I got a little bit too frisky and perhaps got a bit excited and just, you know, may have just jumped on it as opposed to taking the right precautions and butthole tore. And I wasn't really sure why my butthole was sore and um, went to the, the GP when I got back from my holiday and he confirmed I had a fissure. Uh, and then the process, it's just, it just took forever to heal. And I uh, mm. went up seeing rectal surgeons and other GPs to try and like find the right resources and information on how to move through it. And uh yeah, that's kind of where I kind of got frustrated because they gave me, everyone was kind of giving me similar uh, feedback or a diagnosis and how to treat it. And it wasn't really working. So I started all these home remedies uh, and then they seemed to work in conjunction with the advice that I was given by my doctor. And then I started to hand it out to friends after they had kind of, they, you know, it, 
a bit of butt play and they were like, yeah, this is good. This is, this could be a thing. And so it kind of went from uh, what felt like a bit of a joke to a real thing. And that's where mm-hmm. I engaged a pharmacist and we worked on the formulation and, uh, and now I have a great relationship with my butt better than ever. Amazing. I'd love to know how long was that like healing process for you with the Fisher, just in case there's anyone listening who like, you know, has never experienced one before. Yeah. So that's a great, that's a good question because recently I had someone who bought the product and after two weeks uh, emailed through and said that they've, uh, their butt's still sore. And I, you know, firstly, I'm always Mm -hmm. like, go and see a doctor, get it checked out because you just, you know, best to know what's going on with your butt and you want someone to have a look at it. Of course. But secondly, yeah, secondly, like fissures take a long time to heal. So uh, they can take, you know, six to eight weeks. Mine took months. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, that's where the frustration of, you know, feeling like there's got to be a better solution. Where can I find it? And, you know, that desperation and that's where I kind of why I started Happy Hole was I was like lots of people have issues with their butt and the more you talk to people and the more you're the person that people, once people know that you're the butt guy, everyone wants to talk about their butt with you and, you know, uh, you realise mm-hmm. that, hey, we've we've all kind of facing similar issues every now and then. So, uh, yeah, there should be a platform to to openly have that conversation without any stigma yeah absolutely I know even myself like I've had like you know I have had IBS basically since I was like early teens and so I've gone from one end of like constipation diarrhea all the time so I used to hate my butt I was like I you know you'd be like shame it's disgusting it's something you know that you know you don't want to you want to deal with and now since being a sexologist obviously that's a part it's a pleasure zone. So like mm. <laughs> I can't ignore it. <laughs> and I've been yeah. um, even myself been engaging in a lot more like butt play. And as you said earlier, you need like the preparation because I myself have had like little tears and things and like you'll go to the toilet afterwards and there's blood and you're like, oh my God, it's being too rough or, you know, not warming up enough. Um, Cause obviously it's not just like this self lubricating area that's just, ready to go yeah um yeah and I feel like it's definitely we need to have more conversations about this because so many people engage in you know anal play or want to but they don't know how because we're not taught how to have these conversations and also Mm. just how to care for your butt in general like as you said you're getting fishes as you know a kid I wouldn't even know what to do if I was in that situation. Totally. That's it. And I think that's, um, yeah, yeah, look, there's a lot to unpack there. But, yeah, similar journey in that, Mm. you know, had I had the right education around butt play and and anal sex, I probably wouldn't have uh, approached it so, uh, I guess, intensely and torn my butt um, that first time. Uh, And then I was like, well, what if this brand existed and products that kind of helped create 
a you know a middle ground where before it gets to the fissure, you're already kind of engaging in aftercare. So you and you understand that, um, you know that what it takes to to care for your little butthole because it's sensitive. You know, yeah, absolutely, it needs, it needs oh, attention. It's so sensitive. Yeah. yeah, and as you said, IBS too. Like if you're pooping all the time, uh, it's where you can get micro tears from just wiping or just like mm-hmm. generally just overuse. And you know, you just need something just to soothe that poor little hole. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been ever since I was sent the happy hole. I've been using some myself because I get lots of little tears all the time because of my IBS. Mm. It has been mm. amazing. Amazing. Great. And yes. Feels feels great. Feels great and has been actually like helping the healing process because I find obviously like if you go to the toilet every day, it just re-tears or you'll re, you know, irritate the area. So like that's something I've mm-hmm. always struggled with. So it's so nice finally having something to be able to use in between so it it doesn't feel like it's getting worse and it's actually like healing in between because uh, sometimes it's just such a cycle where it feels like when unless I you know go and just stop going to the toilet for a few days when is this actually going to heal yes so I would also yeah. love to talk about your product and you know like what it is because obviously we keep we keep dancing around it in the conversation so far yeah well look they they are aftercare products for your butt pole uh and it's you know designed specifically for after anal play after rig poop but we kind of touched on too much pooping. Maybe you've got ring sting from spicy food. It's just, you know, it's that general barrier to kind of that you can add to it, your aftercare to to soothe your bump, basically. Um, yeah, and it's packed with like anti natural antibacterial, anti-inflammatory ingredients. Uh, like aloe vera and witch hazel and uh, chamomile and a bunch of other wonderful ingredients that uh, just uh, basically, yeah, cool and calm the skin on your wrinkly starburst. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think, yeah, it's so important that we have products out there that are like this because I feel like when you go to the chemist, all you will see is like hemorrhoid cream. And yes. that's really it when you kind of go to the area for the, for the butt stuff. Yeah, and it's funny because a lot of people, when they hear about the product, they'll, you know, they ask, is it a numbing cream? You know, and I was like, that was one thing I definitely did not want to have in the product because the last thing you want to do is desensitize the butt and you have a false concept of, you know, well, this, you know, idea of wow, what health the butt is in. And you just keep using it and it actually is making it worse. So um, mm. no numbing agents, no steroids, um, all, it's pretty much all natural products. Uh, and, 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 and I think what's great about the products is it's all, it's all the things that people might use individually, but it's, you know, the beauty is it's blended together in this really lovely scented, lightly scented product. Mm, yeah absolutely and yeah it does the from the formula to even like you know the light scent that you've got in there it is like 
just beautiful. Even the packaging, I actually have it on my bedside table next to have this like um this glass almost looks like it's a dildo but it looks like a tentacle and it's they're the same color and it's like got it sitting there on my on my um my lamp and it looks so beautiful there as well <laughs> oh, i love that yes yeah it's funny it's always nice to see where people display the products uh i have them personally on top of the toilet um as a little mm-hmm. gesture it's like hey don't forget your butt sore put it on yeah obviously just make sure it's clean Yes, yes. <laughs> before you just slap it on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely want to give that a good clean before you apply. Yeah. I would also just love to know, like, what's the response been like creating a brand that's all about our butts when this is obviously an area that is people, you know, have a lot of shame to and disgust in sometimes as well? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's been a mix of adulation and disgust, basically. <laughs> so, I can imagine. I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. So I think anyone within, say, the queer community who are engaging in anal sex already are like, wow, where has this been? This has been, this product should have existed so long ago. We need it. We want it. We love it. Um, and then on the other end, I've had uh, several complaints around some of the advertising, mainly around uh, some street posters that I did for Mardi Gras and Midsummer and earlier in the year. Uh, and yeah, unfortunately, uh, they contacted the advertising standards board, and then the advertising standards board has to share with you all the complaints. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and pretty much they're all, uh, they're either directly queerphobic or indirectly queerphobic by, you know, suggesting that it's not safe to have this type of advertising for children, but it's kind of really just, mm-hmm. not, you know, an excuse to mask their homophobia. Um, so, yeah, so that was, you know, challenging to see, but, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I feel like if you're not taking a risk, then you're playing it too safe. So I'm okay with upsetting those people. Uh, it's not for them. So, you know, they're allowed to hate it. Uh, it's just, I guess it's, it is difficult when it's like a sociological issue as well. A cultural issue is, you know, uh, when you're talking about butts, you, you know, there's this association to it being dirty because it's where poop comes from and, uh, and you know, if you engage in anal, then, you know, it's dirty sex. Uh, and then obviously then there's all this um, unconscious queerphobia around anal play uh, and, you know, this outdated sodomy laws which still exist in some countries uh i think it's 42 countries to be yeah to be exact correct me if i'm wrong um so yeah i I guess a lot of you know stigma attached to it so it's you know i think a big kind of i guess 
political aspect of the brand, which I wasn't necessarily aware of until I really got into the crux of it was, you know, challenging that stigma uh, and, and the brand being a platform to have these conversations, you know, that, uh, you know, to empower people and, and empower them to explore their bodies and, and it just be, it's not about, um, you know, it's, it just really comes down to enjoying our bodies. It's about pleasure, you know, and, and empowering them to enjoy them, their bodies. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love that. And I can only imagine that starting this brand, you're like, oh, this is something that's going to, you know, help people in their buttholes because I've, you know, you've gone through pain yourself with it and everything. Probably weren't even thinking about all of the shit that comes with that, literally. Um, one thing I did see on your Instagram, which I really wanted to talk about um, because I haven't touched on it in like literally nearly three years, is um, you had a post about like anal training. And yes. I obviously, as we said earlier, tears and things can happen and it's really mm-hmm. important. So I would love for you to first just explain what anal training is in case there's anyone listening that hasn't heard of it before. Sure. So anal training or dilation or stretching could be called any of those things. It's basically a way to train your sphincter muscles to relax so that it can open up. So this was a real game changer for me because uh, about a year ago, I got another anal fissure um, through just pooping and uh and I just, it just was not healing and, and it kind of became quite chronic, you know, it lasted for like six months and I was like, it was hell because, you know, for me, it affects my mental health because every time I want to take a shit, it's just, it's a process. And then, yeah. And then every time, and then it's also attached to my sexuality too, because, you know, I can't receive um and so it it, i felt kind of like a sexually inadequate as well so you know like it if there's a myriad of psychological issues associated to not having a a working butthole which you know i imagine is the same when you've got ibs too Mm, yeah Uh, yeah there's nothing worse than fretting about doing a poo so oh my god and that's um, literally me every week still (laughs) (laughs) it's not great no so yeah so what i had discovered through lots and lots of research was that the um and this was through a i found some really great uh, resources in the u.s from um, rectal surgeons um talking about anal dilation and it's effectively a kind of eight week stretching course basically where you insert a um, a butt plug or a dildo um, from say tiny to medium to large size over that course of those eight weeks um, and you insert it for like five minutes leave it in there until the muscles kind of um, relax uh, around being filled basically and through that process it just allows your your sphincter muscles to just chill out and get used to being open um, and it was through that process that I was able to relax my 
sphincter muscles to a point where that when I was pooping, I wasn't clenching super tight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was able to like, yeah, get to a point where I could poop without and had, I guess, a a better relationship with my my sphincter muscles. Uh, And then to the point where I could then get back to like butt play and just back to myself. Um, Mm. Yeah, and that process, you know, works really well for someone who's considering you know, uh, engaging in anal sex and is, you know, nervous about, you know, approaching it. Um, it's, you know, a great kind of technique for solo play so you can kind of work your way up to, um, you know, penetrative, you know, sex with someone else. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I love firstly, I think anybody well, even the last conversation I had around anal training wasn't even in association with being able to, like, go to the toilet. It was just purely yeah. for, like, trying to get into, like, penetrative sex or, like, you know, bigger butt plugs, things like that. Um, so it's great to hear that, obviously, you know, it's not just for, you know, sex and you can yes. have it, like, you know, use it yourself for your own, I guess, butt care and with, you know, going to the toilet. Um and then secondly, just the importance of, you know, getting comfortable, one, with butt play. I think, you know, taking that steps and slowly working your way up because I just see so many people just assume that they can jump into penetrative sex mm-hmm. um, and it's just like no, it, it doesn't work like that. You can't just go and shove something in there and think that it's, you know, safe or going to be pleasurable or okay. And I hear so many people who put through pain and they're like, oh, my God, that was horrible. And they haven't taken the time to, one, relax, starting small, building your way up. Um, like I know myself, I started with just solo play because I was like, I need the time to relax and not be worried about somebody else or, you know, other people being in my presence while this is happening. Like, you know, just taking that time and slowly building my way up. Um, And it gets easier. Like that's the best part about handle trading. Like, you know, it gets easier and you, um, I like, you know, found myself like, you know, when I first used my butt plug, I was like, Oh my God, Oh no, it's painful. Now it's, it's completely fine. It is not painful at all. So much is easier of a, like, you know, insertion. Um, yeah, it's super important. Yeah, big fan of if you're going to get into butt play or penetrative anal sex with a partner, solo play is an absolute must first. And I think yeah, that's absolutely. it's. it seems to be, I mean, I think, yeah, no matter – you know, if you're straight or gay or whatever, you've just got to get your butt used to being stimulated and having things in there first because uh, you can control the rhythm and the speed uh, and when you're with someone else, uh, you know, obviously you can you can discuss what works for you but uh, – it just it's going to make the whole experience more comfortable for beginners if they know what they like. Mm, yeah, definitely. And, like, that's something that, yeah, I found 
myself being as a sexologist working with clients trying everything yourself first because it just takes out all those other distractions you don't have to worry about anything else you're in complete control um and especially when it does come to like stuff like butt stuff if you've never done it before and if you're concerned about all the other like you know factors like I don't know getting shit on toys or like you know being messy and like pain and things like that I think it's definitely an area that you know just work just playing with yourself is like really important and because it's kind of like new sensations too if you've never done it before I remember the first time I was like oh my god it kind of feels like I need to take a shit I was like what is going on (laughs) um like you just it's just a new sensation 100 percent uh and look I can only talk to my own personal experience with the prostate but you know, the first time was pretty overwhelming um, when I uh, was on the receiving end of anal play. Um, and, you know, but, and it was probably more through, uh, you know, a combination of self-exploration that it became, I understood how to control it and, well, not control it, but uh, how to enjoy it better. Um, and, and then once you get started, there's no looking back really. Absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, and look, and particularly for, you know, I think, well, actually before I move to that point, something you touched on, which was about getting comfortable around poo, because there's a lot of stigma around poop. And I think that, you know, if you're engaging in anal play, um, there is a chance there could be poop. And it's just understanding that, you know, um, not shaming a person if there is poo, if you're having sex with that person and, you know, uh, just, under, you know, just being prepared. So like having wipes or stop having sex and have a break and, you know, um, you know, if you need to have a shower or you do so and you come back to it. But I think it's just about understanding firstly that it can get messy, but there are other, you know, you can do things like douching to kind of clean away poop. If you're going to be, um, if it's something that's a deterrent for you um, when you're kind of having sex with someone else. Uh, Cause I think that's a big one. Like people, um, even in the gay world, you know, there's a lot of, you know, expectation around cleanliness, which is, you know, important. But at the end of the day, there's a chance that there's going to be poop and don't, don't shame a person because there could be a bit of mm. stuff down there. Yeah, definitely. And because I think so many people have that fear. Um, and especially if you're not like having conversations about, okay, what's going to happen if, there is poo. Yes. What are we going to do? Yeah. How are we going to react to this? Because so many people just jump into, you know, ass play, you know, get into butt stuff and they don't have that conversation, but they're having these fears there, especially like if you're on like the yes. receiving end, and then you're having these fears, you, you're not even in your body and enjoying it because you're like, oh my God, like, you know, what if 100%. they pull this toy out yeah. or, you know, penis or whatever and there's shit like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, we're not even having these conversations a lot of time in the first place. Um, 
so like once again and like as we said earlier like having these conversations is so important well yeah 100 percent. because if you are stressed out during sex because you're worrying about it there's a good chance that your sphincters are going to be you'll be clenching and you know like if you're stressed out there's more chance of tearing so um, the more you're having those conversations mm. the more relaxed you are the better um, and it's also like the why the importance of aftercare is key so not just my aftercare products but also you know aftercare in you know around the idea of sitting down and actually talking about how was that for you what should we what should we change what do you enjoy what positions did you like you know whatever whatever needs to kind of happen mutually to kind of um you know reflect on the sex that you've had too it's super important Mm, yeah absolutely I love love discussing sex after sex I literally do it so often (laughs) even my current partner was like oh my god like do we have to do this every single time? And I'm like, yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love talking about it because every time it's a different experience and there's something new to learn from it each time. Um, yeah, and uh, and it's how you get but, better at it too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's how, yeah, 100%. And, like, you can, especially if you're having partnered sex with a partner or partner, it's like the more you talk about it, the better you'll be able to pleasure each other and – Mm-hmm. it just will grow and grow continuously yeah for sure what is something that is orgasmic to you yes good question uh i think that what's been pretty orgasmic is that through the process of launching the brands and meeting all these amazing people along the way that i've just got better at having sex and my orgasms are better than ever. So that's pretty orgasmic to me. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, so where can the Shaggers, the listeners, find Happy Hole, your products, the social media, everything? Yes. So uh, if you visit happyhole.com.au, uh, we sell our products there. Uh, we're also stocked uh, in Melbourne at High Tide, uh, a new contemporary sex store, and also Daily Jocks. Uh, and in a few months' time, we'll be stocked at a major department store, which uh, that's all I can say on that. But it's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, and you can find us on Instagram too, obviously. Yeah, I'll put all the links in the show notes as well. Um, but thank you so much for coming on here and talking all about butts with me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. As always, Shaggers, please reach out with any comments, questions or stories, either through my Instagram at That's Orgasmic or my email emilyduncan at that'sorgasmic.com. Please subscribe whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast and leave a review as I'd love to know what you're thinking and you're going for the chance to win a discounted session with me at Emily Duncan Sexology. So thank you, Shaggers, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>